If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it. I'm getting a bit of a Batman angle. How you doing now? You good? Oh my God. How are we going to do this? We're doing it. The kid's got a point. Yeah, it's hard to find a hat that fits it. Just saying. Are we still talking about just the phone? Just the phone. Just the phone. Okay, the problems that we deal with here at Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Uh, guys, how you doing? Welcome to Studio well, M. Well, great, Hi. but I think the first thing we should do, Monty, is uh, uh, we should welcome uh, uh, everybody to... Um, now, if, if, if Instagram's a little shaky tonight on the Nick and uh, Sandwich Cam, uh, <laughs> it's because we have jury-rigged it. Uh, so that the two of them will be able to appear together and we'll work on a more permanent solution as we go along. Um, so as you guys know, uh, we have been talking about, um, what we have been talking about is um, the rebranding of the show. Correct. Um, as you know, last Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, last week's show was OG's uh, final regular program. And as such, and all of us decided together, uh, all four of us decided together that it was time for a, ironically, a reboot. Agreed. Yes. A rebranding uh, of the program. And so that will begin today. Huzzah. Yay. And so the first thing, and now what we hope to do is we hope to have one thing that we're able to roll out every week for the next several weeks. Now, it that's an ambitious schedule. Um, things are not going well in regards to um, getting the things done that we'd like to get done through no fault of anybody's. It's just hard to get stuff done. Agreed. Um, and as such, we are going to, uh, we're going to ask your patience, but we are going to be rolling out um, new things uh, as we, as we go along, um, for the, for the new yet old program. So yeah. I think tonight what we'll roll out is two things. I think we're going to roll out the new identity. Okay. Of the show. Okay. And our first contest of the new show. Why not? Ooh. Yeah. And we're actually, um, we'll actually announce uh, what the prize for this contest is going to be next week because sandwich and I haven't gone up to the Big Kev's Geek Stuff product archive oh, in okay. order to pick one out. Yes. Um, but we will announce a, a prize for this. This uh, contest will run. We're going to run this one, I would say, for, for right now we're going to announce a month. We may extend that um, depending on how the rollout of things go. Okay. Um, so uh, we're very excited. So everyone, uh, I wish we had a drum roll effect, but we don't yet. Um, um, I can press some of the buttons and hope one of them's a drum roll. I don't think any of them are drum roll. And there might be one. I mean, do you think you have a drum roll in there? It may be something totally different, though. I don't know. I think it's this one. You want to press? Uh, you want to press the blue button? The shiny blue you button, uh, Mister. I don't know if it's going to work, but go ahead. Press yeah, the blue press button. Press it. I did not do it right. N- oh, nothing happened. Let's. I think it's this button. Let's see. Nah, <laughs> definitely not that one. Not that one. <laughs> All right, um, it, it's still not working. All right, well, we're starting volume two off of the show yeah. <laughs> in great capacity. And uh, so uh, I'm very happy to announce uh, that we have rebranded. We're renaming the program. Uh, so from henceforth, uh, the program will be known as Geek Stuff 
TNG. That's Geek Stuff TNG. And uh, and all of our um, uh, social media and so on and so forth will migrate to those locations, um, at, you know, just as soon as we can uh, make that happen. Make, make a few tweaks. Yeah. Yeah. We have a few tweaks we're going to make. The website will be uh, overhauled, so we'll be having a brand new website. Hopefully, mm-hmm. that will that will get rolling very soon. Uh, there'll be uh, there'll be a new logo as well. Um, T-shirts will come down the line, uh, and some other things as well, stickers, things like that. Yeah, so, I mean, we definitely we definitely want to make sure that the not only the po- the podcast uh, continues to be strong, uh, make sure that there's always some kind of content going out there uh, every week, uh, but make sure there's quality. Correct. going out at the same time and as we're building up the podcast we want to uh do the nice odds and ends that would be great um for listeners of the show and um let's not forget we're not that far from uh, uh episode 600 right so we want sure. to kind of try to plan for something nice yeah. and big for these things and uh you know whether someone is next door whether they're in a few counties away or countries away uh we want to try to make it like uh, one big group where everyone can come to and uh celebrate geek them and get away from uh, the arguments and all right. the other stuff that you see in the news and all that jazz and just talk about some fun content um, that uh, people are passionate about. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, right. So the first rollout uh, on on this episode, what is it, 561? Yeah, maybe. Yes. Uh, we are going to maintain the numbering. We're not pulling a Marvel Comics Correct. where we renumber. The creative team just got, got a little... little just change it around a bit. Yeah, we'll all. talk about that during the news. <laughs> that's uh, and that's one of the reasons we're calling this uh, episode. What do we decide? Oh, I wasn't. Are we doing? Oh, we're still going to stick with volume two, right? I, I figure geek stuff volume two. Do you want to do that? It's geek stuff TNG uh, volume episode five hundred and sixty one. Uh, the one we're calling volume two, uh, indicating the second volume of this. But we are going to maintain the numbering for sure. So, yes. Yeah, we're not um, like that. Yeah, we definitely don't want to. Marvel comics in that regard. So, so, and the new lineup, of course, be um, uh, Mr. Sandwich, of course, uh, uh, Mr. Monty, and myself, and and, um, and and no one else, no creature else. I, I no think, I think, nothing. I think you're, you're, you're terribly mistaken here, sir. I, I don't think so. I think I still got some pull around here. So, for, just now, for now, until you're just on the iPad that's Skyping. That's in. <laughs> then, when you're 6,000 miles away, it's like, go screw yourself, things, Kev. What are you going to do? Things change. Well, listen, who knows? I'll be back here at least, uh, you know, I'll be back here sooner than you think. So, just saying. Uh, Will Trash says, well, that means you have to do at least another 561 episodes from your mouth to God's ears, Mr. Will, from your <laughs> mouth to God's ears, that all of us last that long. Oof. Well, how long, how many years did it take to get to 561? Well, listen, we didn't want to, uh, a Four, lot, 13, 14, 14, 14 almost 15. Yeah. But listen, we don't want to, listen, this is something we really don't want to talk about, but no. you know, it's, it's, it needs to be discussed. And that is, you know, when people get to a certain age, I'm not mentioning any names of any person who is currently not here or going from week to week. When you get to a certain age, <laughs> You know, you maybe you forget some things. Maybe you know it gets a it gets a little bit harder. Yeah, and memory doesn't work the same yeah, way. Things like that occur, and you know, you um, make up lies when people miss a show. There you go. There you go. The subway and rides. It's uh, it's just 
something that happens. And, you know, there, there are other talents that those people have. And so, uh, you know, so, so that's, that's the direction that, that those people go in. And speaking of which, totally unrelated, mm-hmm. OG, uh, you know, wanted to wish us very well on our uh, first regular episode without him as a regular member uh, from the front office. Uh, he sent down a lovely bouquet. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure exactly why he sent flowers, but flowers were sent. It was a self pictures that he sent that kind of made me uncomfortable. Yeah, though. it was a little, uh, a little awkward. But that's okay. Uh, it was, and, it was you know, cold in the pictures too. Uh, very true. And and we will uh, we will be hearing more from OG on social media, and uh, uh, and he will uh, pop in here now and again uh, to you know do a thing or have a thing. But we also want to men- we also want to make sure that you're checking out OG's other projects as well. For sure. Uh, his Twitch channel. Now I'm not sure. Well, we have a link for that on the website. If we don't, we we will on the new website. For and, and for sure on our um, when we post when I post the content on Patreon, right? Um, it's easier posting the links over there. So it's yeah. always on those uh, the show. Right. If it's the bonus show, if it's the main show, it yeah. always gets it always gets included. So you can check out the fireside chats with OG as well as his roll for it uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, Twitch program. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So and uh, so there you go. So that's that's where OG's at, and I guess with that we should probably head into the news. Yeah, I think we should also just emphasize that the opening song had nothing to do. Oh, with OG, nothing no. to do with nothing. OG. In fact, let's. Why don't we leap right? Oh, I'd love to leap into that. Except it was on my phone. Oh, Mister Sandwich. Maybe uh, I can borrow your phone if you're Absolutely. done texting. For, for I God haven't sake. texted anyone. God's sake. What'd you do? Go oh, okay. I need a, I need a thing. Jesus a, Christ. Where's the webs? Give me the web pages. This is this is fun guys. We're starting it off on a great oh, note. Oh yeah, it's good. According to Variety, Kevin Feige, 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 oh, you, you got it. Named Chief Creative Officer of Marvel. And right away talking to the microphone if you're going to make fun of each other. No, he's not. He's he's directing me. Oh, okay. Uh, so, oh, you, oh, you, oh! I didn't realize you had popped it. You popped this into the the sheet. Oh, yeah, okay. man. Yeah. I didn't realize that. That's my okay. professional. Sorry. Are we? Okay. Unlike some others. Anyways, Monty. <laughs> Look at it. Wow. The kid strikes. I like it. Uh, the mastermind of the Marvel Cinematic Universe has named was named uh, chief creative officer. Uh, Marvel, in addition to being president of Marvel Studios, according to Variety, uh, he will now be responsible for overall creative direction of Marvel's storytelling across mediums, inclu- including. So this is the key part right here, publishing, film, TV, and animation. So what does that mean? Why is it so exciting? And why did we play Oh Happy Day? Because it means Joe Quesada is no longer in charge of Marvel publishing. Woo-hoo! Joe maintains his... Uh, his uh, he, he'll maintain a vice president position, um, you know, which, as everyone knows, is a useless position. Uh, and uh, it, it says here he will continue in an exe- as an executive vice president, creative director for Marvel Entertainment, who reports to Dan Buckley. Dan Buckley will remain president of Marvel Entertainment, but he answers to Kevin Fahey. And I'm saying Fahey. I don't care how you pronounce it. I think it's Fahey. Uh, and that's what I'm going to say. Uh, so Joe... Um, uh, uh, also, it, it pretty much as of right now, all the main guys it seems are staying in place. Um, Sana Ar- Aranet, who is the editor in chief and head of global. Oh, sorry, she or he? I think it's a she. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, 
the vice president of content and character development, uh, Santa Arnat, is still in place. Editor-in-chief and head of global um, editorial, C.B. Sabluski, uh, and Stephen Wacker uh, are all staying in place. Everyone seems to be staying in place right now. However, I don't see that lasting. Mm-hmm. I really don't see that lasting. And one of the reasons that I'm so happy, you know, I immediately called Retailer X right before we went to air. This dropped right before we went on. And you, and you made the, the, the best point about this. Which is Kevin Fahey is a continuity guy. Hardcore. Hardcore. The Marvel movies don't work without continuity. That's Marvel why comics. Worked. That's why they've worked so well. Marvel Comics has zero content, zero continuity. And the plan right now is Kevin Fahey and whoever else that that comes with him, they're looking now at, quote, all projects, end quote, to see their viability and so on and so forth to see how they go. Well, this is the greatest. This could be, I should say, the greatest news of all time. It it has so much potential. Yeah. In in something like this, like honestly, to to a small degree in terms of how important this is for people who may not realize it. Like it was a big deal when Disney bought Star Wars. It's a big deal that like they're they rolled out this Disney Plus thing. And this is just as big of a deal for the fact that um um, Feige is going to be in this new position and that there was restructuring going on behind the scenes oh, yeah. at Marvel. Oh, yeah. And I've had run-ins with Dan Buckley and, and Joe Quesada that are well-documented on this program. And and for the record, like I know I've been saying a lot about the fact that I've been reading more of the independent stuff and a few like kind of one-offs from DC. I would like to be able to read a storyline where it makes sense from something I might have read 20 years ago and it flows properly because yeah, I, it's, I mean, so jar- it's so jarring when you're reading something. Like, I'll just never forget when, I don't know, maybe it was like 10 years ago, some kind, there was some issue or some where uh, Spider-Man uh, took off his mask in front of Wolverine and they, they looked at each other like it was the first time it happened. And I'm like, no, that happened, I think in like 84 or something like yeah. that. Like it's like, that shouldn't yeah. be a surprise. And I knew it right away. And it's just those days, it just takes us out of the story. And I think it's forced a lot of people, I forget the price of comics for a second. Uh, I think it's just kind of pushed us out of a story and it makes it less enjoyable. Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, like I said, I think that the, 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 the possibility of this being the greatest news for Marvel Comics in maybe, maybe since, and I can't believe I'm saying this, the last time I said this, it was Joe Quesada who was coming into the into the editor-in-chief position where I said, thank God, you know, because Joe knows what he's doing and Joe, and it just turned out to be entirely wrong. Megalomaniac Joe Quesada somehow developed in that time period. And now we have the guy now who pumps his own ego by making his alternate covers, the one in 500 or the one in 1000 uh, incentive covers that are worth all the money because it has the joke, not because it has the Joe Quesada art. Because uh, let's be honest, no one gives a shit about Joe's art. What they give a shit about is that the book, from a speculator position, will be worth more money because there's only one in five hundred or one in yeah whatever it a is. thousand or whatever it is issues yeah. printed. So yeah, really, really out- outrageous the the person that he has become over the years. And I think it's interesting also with the fact that there's people I know who have worked um, for Marvel in some capacity. Some of them have crossed over between the big two, um, uh, multiple people actually. Um, and there's, I don't want to say it's like a toxic atmosphere, but I never got the same vibe from people who work at Marvel yeah. who work at DC. Oh, yeah. And, and on top of it, um, 
there's times where there's some of the, I don't want to say like the storylines have leaked, but I've heard a few words like ahead of time. Like, and I, I know I keep going to the well on this, right? but it was the Mephisto storyline yeah. with the whole, the marriage thing. Mm-hmm. And just everybody, just everyone just thought it was a bad idea. Everybody. Right. And you can, I don't know if it was a matter that some people were drinking the Kool-Aid and they just, which I can understand. You just want to make sure you have your job and everything. But I mean, it was written on the walls for, I think for, think for a lot of people ahead of time. I mean, it, it, you know, not, not to belabor it the whole time, you know, the whole time, cause we have other news, but you know, in, in kind of a last sort of word on this topic, um, unless Mr. Sandwich has something to, uh, to add to the proceedings. i uh, not really, I don't really know much about Marvel higher ups. I don't follow it. It's, Do you read any Marvel comics? I read Immortal Hulk because I like the Incredible Hulk and I actually like what they're doing. But beyond that, not really. Okay. Um, uh, well, that will be one of the books I would think would be on the block <laughs> if they if they I, go I that don't know. way. Like a lot of people have said a lot of good things about Immortal Hulk. Here's, I, I, here, I couldn't tell you a, a blessed thing, but I've heard good things. I think the smartest thing that they can do at this point is uh, you know and you hate to say it but the smartest thing that they can do is start re revamping the universe i i don't know if it's a matter they need to just somehow undo the last 15 20 when years. you when you have frank castle is space ghost rider now yeah it's dumb uh if you have as guardians of the galaxy but there's no guardians. I mean, there's virtually no guardians of the galaxy. I mean, if you, I mean, I mean, just go, just go to your local comic shop and ask them for the Marvel previews. It'll come out next week because next week is previews week. Mm-hmm. Ask them for the Marvel previews. If you've ever read comics, even if you're currently reading comics, maybe you don't read Marvel. If you read comics in the past, go to your retailer, get that book. If they got a little place you can you check can it out. You can even just flip it on the side. You don't even need to buy it too. Yeah, yeah you don't have to. Through. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's just like a, it's like it, a phone book It's a catalog. Size. Yeah, it's no, a, no, no, not the previews book, just the Marvel previews book, which ooh. is just like a comic size book. Oh, that one, okay. Yeah, and just leaf through and see what has happened to the characters that you love and, and cherish because they've been virtually, in my opinion, they've been just virtually destroyed by discontinuity, by stupid editorial decisions, and just a, uh, just this feeling of, uh, fuck it, we don't need to be content. We don't need to have continuity to have top-selling books. What we need to have is multiple covers, incentive covers. That's how they jury-rig the numbers to be the number one selling company. And I think a lot of uh, comic book stores get suckered into that. They and do. And then they lose a lot of money. Some and of they go out of business. They, they go, exactly. They ha- don't give a damn. It's Midtown Comics who can afford to buy 20,000 copies of a book, which you know, I don't I, personally I, and understand. And I don't know what the big LA, like the LA yeah, store I, version I, of it is. It's of like that Golden Apple or something is, like that, okay. I think, in LA. I'm not sure, but I think that's one of them. But the point is, is that, you know, this this has been a, a, steadil, a steady destruction of the universe overall, uh, of the, sorry, of the industry. And I think Marvel has been directly responsible for that. Let's hope this kind of maybe flips that around a little bit. What kind of Marvel changes would you like to see happen in the Marvel Universe for you to come back? You can call us at the GVM line. Uh, 201-730-2547. See, once you memorize that, Mr. Sandwich, when he when he pulls that on you, or if I pull that, you'll just, you'll just get it right off. I had it. I had it last week. Yeah, and no one mentioned it, so I forgot Got it. Again, Got I can it. still remember the old phone number, but not this one. So yeah, I know, me too. <laughs> OG says don't call that number though, so we won't. We do, will not. Do you think they're going to renumber again? 
Oh, yeah. Could Marvel? Yeah, yeah. yeah I would I'm say not. probably yes. Even though everybody on the planet will hate it, probably that's what will Unless I they go back that. to the legacy numbers. Like, that would be great. If they went back to the legacy numbers, that would be great, yes. But will they? Who knows? No. Um, Disney. They announced the uh, titles coming to the uh, to Disney Plus um, in the, the U.S. of A. Well, let's talk about the titles that were not on there. Okay. Tarzan. Not on the list. Okay. was, I felt a little odd. What? I mean, as, yeah, as animated no. movies, Tarzan was not on the list. I'm trying, oh, says Up. Tarzan and Jane 2002. Yeah. Up. Not on the list. Uh, Up is not on that list. Nope. nope. I mean, that's just two that were glaring. Tron, I mean, Tron Uprising. Is not on the list? Is, is on the list. Oh, great. Because then finally people will get to see it. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's great that that's on the holy crap. I'm gonna I'm gonna binge that on day one probably. I'm not surprised. I have a boot of that. Did I ever tell you that? I, I have a boot of that show. So yeah, I, think I got so. one at one of the probably Chiller one of those shows. Makes I, sense, I yeah. picked a boot of the series. There's always something like that there. Oh yeah. I mean, maybe they're also going to be just to, you know so they can add content little by little. I over think time. what it, I think what it is. It, well, you know uh, what you call it is not going to be. Um, uh, Iron Man 1 will be on there even though that was a Paramount release Avengers will not be on really Avengers will not be there on day one there was another Marvel movie I can't remember what it was um, uh, I can't remember but Avengers the first Avengers movie is not going to be there day yeah, one look at that um, they have some of the cartoon versions of it but. yeah there's um, there was some Star Wars thing that I think was uh a glaring omission, but I might be wrong about that. Well, no, well, you know, the holiday special, eh, <laughs> not there. That's okay. The, um, the Ewok movies, both of the T made for TV movies in the eighties. I wonder if there. he sold the Christmas, uh, if Lucas sold that to, to Disney as well. I wonder, I, I wonder if that was like worded in the contract in it, some capacity. It has to be, you know, I would think it would, it would have to be because, well, no, I guess not. Unless it's something along well, the Boba lines Fett's of like, in there. unless something along the lines of you cannot do anything with this. Yeah, unless it was something like that. Like it yeah. just lives in limbo. Just I'm just kind of curious. Mm. Everyone on the planet who wants one has it. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, I, I I just remembered another Disney movie, Song of the South. Uh-huh. Will not for obvious reasons will not be part of Disney Plus, even though. I understood that all Disney content was going to be there. No, sir. No. I think that darn cat, I think, did not make the list. Uh, Some of see. the other live action that, that darn cat's on there. That darn cat is on there? 1965. Oh, yep. That's weird. I the wonder. ugly dachshund? Oh. Well, aren't they all? But the point no, is... They're hot is, dogs. They're walking hot dogs. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> then boil them. Oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, no kidding. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, sandwich. Do not I endorse did, what Big Kev says on a daily basis. <laughs> I do. I did notice though that there were some. I think Tarzan maybe was the most glaring, and Up I think were the most. But what? There's what no Endgame. Correct. Endgame won't be there until. Uh, the there? I think Endgame. a month. Endgame will be there a month after. Wait, when is it? When does it launch? What the eleventh? Um, is it yeah, November eleventh? November. I think it's the. I think. That 12th, will, no, uh, November 12th. I think that will come on with Endgame. They said something about Endgame. Um, I wonder the, if they're going to do it after Christmas. Well, the article so I read, DVDs. I, I, the article I read was that it, they were still, some of the properties were still tied up in agreements. Okay. Which could explain it. 
you know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they still just roll out a new title, you know, every week, every month, something, however, you know, however they end up doing it. I want it all and I want it now. Well, you should buy the, what is it, 70 bucks for the year if you wanted to? Well, I'm gonna, but that's not the issue. The issue is that, uh, you know, I think it's interesting now we're starting to see some of the holes in the, you know, in the, you know, in the first promotion of this, it will be everything. Yeah. And now everything is, well, everything, but not that thing. I mean, let's be honest though, for seven six seven dollars a month you're getting a shitload of content no, it's great it's fantastic I'm totally behind it 100%. i mean we're just we're just pointing out some of the yeah. some of the glaring omissions yeah, I yeah think. for sure but i think again a lot of that's probably wrapped up yeah and there's going to be so much new stuff going on and uh besides with jeff goldblum that alone <laughs> that's is, worth is worth it. the whole thing absolutely mr sandwich yes what else is in the news today what else in the news is that what you're asking oh Yes, that's what I'm asking as you repeat oh, my question in I, a desperate attempt to stall. <laughs> no, I was looking at, uh, I, I was very happy to see the Inhumans made the, uh, the list real quick. Why? Uh, that show stunk. Wasn't there only like 20 minutes? Of yeah, it was. That's a, that's a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's supposed to be sarcasm. Wow. We, we, we got to work on your monotone voice Oof. and your excitement voice. Zoe Kravitz to play Catwoman in the Batman movie. I think I might be the old one here who's not completely worried about that. Yeah, it's just my opinion that I understand why they're doing things the way that they're doing things, and that's fine. And we already talked about the backlash that will probably come from uh, what's his name, Jeffrey Wright, playing Gordon. And we've, you know, and this is another, I think, another situation of. Well, there's going to be some, there's going to be some pushback on this, I think, you know, and this, this isn't, this doesn't, we don't endorse any kind of racial isms or anything like that. But I think the pushback is, I think the pushback is definitely coming. I mean, I haven't also followed her career really since first class, so I don't know what she's been up to. She was in, um, the two, um, what you call it, uh, the Harry Potter spinoffs, well, uh, fantastic! You know, she was creature. actually she, she was, was in both of them. she was in um, the Catwoman voice in the Lego Batman movie. Uh, well, that's appropriate. Yeah. What, do you have her CV there? Was she yeah, in the first uh, the first what is it Creatures and Where to Find it? What was the name of that movie? I think she was just in the second one. I'm pretty sure the she Crimes was in, of Grindelwald. I know she was in that one. I don't think she was in the first one. Because she she's the brothers. She was uh, she was in uh, she was in the Crimes of Grindelwald. What was the name of the other one? The Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts and where to she find was them. in there as well. Yeah, she, see? Was? Okay. she probably only was in there for a second. Maybe. So they're setting her up for her bigger thing in the next movie. There was some other movie oh, she, she was in that was fairly significant. Married. She was the voice of Mary Jane in Spider Verse. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> okay, well she was. <laughs> I, I don't uh, think she'll be in the next uh, Harry Potter movie, Crimes of Grindelwald, because she died. Well, th- there we go. You Good. stop spoiling things. We <laughs> talked about this. We have alerts just for those kind of things, man. Son of a bitch. She was in Mad Max. That was, that the, was uh, the other one. One of the. Uh, she was the, one of the girls, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was the one I was thinking of. So, okay. Yeah. Good. Well, I guess you know, as these announcements start to trickle out, uh, we'll we'll just see how it goes. Did they did they say when they want this movie to come? Is there like an expected date yet? Oh, it's is. starting in uh, filming in January. It's supposed to come out in June of twenty twenty one. 
My concern is I don't know how well I picture her and Sparkle Bat together because I'm still wondering. I, and we're going to talk about we should say we're going to talk about Joker in the second in half second of the show segment, for yeah. sure. Uh, that's an important thing. Um, so I am curious, and we'll talk about it more there if they're going to be re- doing any kind of restructuring to bounce to kind of pivot off of the Joker movie. Right. But we'll talk about that. Hey, uh, I want to take more. a moment and recognize that uh, our old friend Healy made has uh, made his way into the uh, into the chat room Well, here. that's exciting. It is. Actually, I think I know why he's in the chat room, because I think I have the wrong chat room open. Excuse me? So I think it's a free preview for people who are... <laughs> I have... No, no. It's... No, no. I have the one that I use for the Patreon. I have mine open. So US. everybody US. who is, uh, <laughs> so it's free preview for you. Uh, that's right. Healy's just not like, now acknowledging. See, you can get this, uh, this content. You can watch us do this every week. Mr. Healy made, uh, if you join Petrayan, uh, Mr. Sandwich, do you have some information about Petrayan? Uh, so, so if you go Patreon. to patreon.com slash BK Geek Stuff. You, you are not Mr. Sandwich. No, but he, I also see him having to scroll and stutter instead of just go to it. So this is how he learns, Nick. <sighs> go on. Go on. Let him do it. Go. So go. the $1 tier is where you can access the Discord, which Mr. Monty's in quite frequently. And I try to pop in every now and again. Yeah, Kev, how often are you in the Discord again? I'm actually working on um, being there on a regular basis um, in an AMA sort of uh, fashion where I will, will where I will be on once a week um, for people to uh, ask me anything. So that's oh, something you can look forward to. I didn't realize this was Reddit all of a sudden. Go on. No, Sorry. that's that's I, I've actually been threatening to do this for a while now. There's actually we should also say there's um, there's another project that that we're working on, but lots of things to roll out. One thing at a time. Go on, sandwich. Uh, we got the three dollar tier, which we call the early bird special. So you get the show early. Monty, when does that come out again? Is that- it comes out Tuesday night. I, as soon as we're done working on this show, I I slap it together. Um, Haphazardly, slappity slappity, slappity slappity. Uh, post it Tuesday night, and uh, then we uh, post the main podcast either Wednesday night or Thursday morning. At the $5 tier, you get access to all the fabulous bonus content we have now and are currently working on. Mm-hmm. Does that include the um, the old episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff? Yes. The, the former program? The vintage episodes? Vintage episodes. Vintage well done. Geek, vintage well done. Geek Stuff. Vintage and let's not forget, stuff. that bonus show, beautiful. Amazing. I mean, that's award-winning podcast. I mean, right honestly, now. just saying. <laughs> Don't act like you've downloaded it before. Come on. I've accidentally clicked on it. <laughs> And for the ten dollar tier, you can get what the fabulous people on Kev's actual Instagram are accidentally yeah. previewing. Yeah, the free preview. Of maybe the, we'll, maybe we'll run this free preview like once, uh, you know, every couple of months, just so people can bad idea. get an idea. You can, you can join in live. That's right, Mister Healy Made. So now you've had the free preview. We'll expect you to go over to Patreon.com backslash. BK Geek Stuff, is that correct? That's right, sir. And uh, you can sign up. And we also should say Healy Made, uh, Mr. Healy, is uh, is a very, very longtime friend, longtime listener uh, to the program. He is an excellent, excellent, excellent toy artist. And uh, you can go check him out over on Instagram, which is, I'm sure, why he stumbled in here accidentally. Uh, and um, you check out his uh, uh, his the the fine work that he's doing. Uh, over there and you can be part of it 
and uh, uh, get some amazing pieces for your collection. Ooh. Um, yeah, he's one of my favorites. And honestly, just a, a quick backstory on Mr. Healy is that uh, I saw his work at Toy Tokyo in Manhattan. I love Toy Tokyo. I, yeah, and well, except for the prices. Um, but I saw his work in a case at Toy Tokyo Probably it's got to be close to the beginning of the show. I mean, it's got to be. It's definitely at least 12, 13 years ago, I would say. Okay. And really loved it. Really thought it was excellent. And uh, I I had to find out, you know, how to reach this guy and so on and so forth. I reached out. I said, I really love your work and so on and so forth. So we became uh, chatty and we became uh, friends and met at a few events and things. And I've been following. I've been to his studio. It's an amazing place. Cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we've been friends. Uh, he's been a friend of this program for a long time. So uh, definitely check out follow. check out his work. Yeah, it's amazing. He does some amazing things. Um, I'm still hoping that when I get back to New Jersey, uh, mm-hmm. that he and I will work on a project together. Let's see how he responds to that. Okay. <laughs> Cause I've been threatening to do that for years too. So beautiful. And then he'll say, I bet his response will be as long as I pay for everything. I'm sure it will be the response. So mm, makes sense. Uh, in do, any event, do we, uh, do we want to take a break? Cause I know we have a lot to say about Joker. Was there more, was there anything else where we can hit one more thing? If there's something we can hit, uh, let's see. Uh, Neil On Patrick this. Harris. We got Spider-Man, Deadpool, Neil Patrick. Well, let's just do it bullet style. What about Neil Patrick Harris? Uh, he took a tour of the Marvel studios and he posted it on his, uh, his Insta and I believe oh, on his Twitter. Are they looking at, at MPH for uh, like a role? That's hold on. Wait, wait. That that's one guy. That's uh, yeah. Ryan mixed Reynolds. up the stories. Not Ryan uh, yeah. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. I, I, Ryan Reynolds went to, went to Marvel. Marvel. Studios. Oh, Ryan. Re- and, well, we know they're looking at him for a role. Neil and, Patrick Harris is going to be in Matrix Four. Oh, as a report, I believe that was Variety. I'm not yes. sure. Okay. Yes. So that's good. happening. So good for Ryan Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> that's interesting. Maybe. By God, he was there for a meeting so that they may think about bringing some version of Deadpool and it will not be the former version uh, over to um, the uh, over to uh, the new or to the MCU for the first time. And Neil Patrick Harris being in Matrix 4 is uh, so what? Uh, because at this point, I don't understand why there's a Matrix 4. It doesn't make sense to me that there would be a Matrix 4. Yeah. Because I just don't get it. Uh, let's hit on two other things really quickly, make sure we get them in. Uh, Sideshow, or Hot Toys rather, released the Thor Endgame figure. This is the battle scene. Now, I'm really disappointed in this. I'm, I know you're not, because yes. it's that kind of completes your triptych. You didn't get Thanos, though. I, I'm, no, I, I'm, still, I'm debating if I want to get Thanos. I, I think the Thanos figure is really great. I, th- oh, I think it's a nice figure, but I think, you know, nice these together. three other, these three main characters yeah, yeah, have been around yeah. for so long. Uh, I mean, I think the, the figure looks great. I love I the think, way the lightning looks around yeah. the, the axe oh, and the Oh, my hammer. God, yeah. And the, and the reflective eye thing that he's got going. They have yeah. all the, the effects on the chest and everything else. And Amazing. It, and, of course, Hot Toys is Hot Toys. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, if it's anybody else, I kind of want to see the figure, hold yeah. the figure before buying it. Yeah. I'm more okay buying it sight unseen from Hot Toys oh, than yeah. I am Absolutely. really anybody else for that matter. My problem is I want them to do the sort of Lebowski Thor. That's what I want. Which I get that. And now if you go to eBay and you put that in, somebody in China has done it. Somebody is putting out kits. Now, this is this is a thing that's popular also is, is when... 
Hot Toys or other companies, but mostly Hot Toys, have not produced a figure that everybody seems to want like Lebowski Thor. Some other company will produce these kits that allow you to buy a body mm-hmm. and and sometimes sometimes a head, not all the time. Sometimes there's a head in there and it will allow you to create that figure in the 12 inch scale for yourself. Yes. I actually have one of these. It would be the Joker. It would be the Heath Ledger Joker in the... Um, in the nurse costume, which they did not do a hot toy officially, mm-hmm. but I have an unofficial sort of kit version of that. I bought a body. They've never made it since. They've never made it. No, That's it's really the surprising. only version of that character I think that they haven't done. That's really well, surprising. Not true. They didn't do the police one when he's at the when he's at the parade uh, for the mayor's death, uh, or the commissioner's death yeah, yeah. before Gordon becomes commissioner. Um, I don't think they did. They did that one as a six inch figure. They ne- hot toys never did one as a 12. It's kind of surprising. I thought so too, because I thought it'd been great. However, because so many of those hot toys come with multiple heads, it's so easy just to take one to of those extra heads and just pop it on the, the generic body. And you have that character. It's actually really great. So that said, very excited about that hot toys release. Wish they would reconsider or consider doing a Lebowski Thor. But And so. again, just really quickly, I want to throw that out there. Uh, watch the, on Amazon prime. I of the whole, Eye of the Beholder, The oh. Art of Dungeons and Dragons. So I said this to uh, Mr. Monty last week. I, I don't know. It was, did it was, I a, it was a group chat. It was a group chat. Oh, it was a group. Oh, so so you did know. You didn't watch it, though, did you? I don't have Prime, so I don't have access to it. Oh, you don't? No. You don't have Prime? No, I don't have Prime. I don't, I don't order on Amazon ever. Okay. Nobody in your house got Prime? No. Oh. How about that? Well, all right. Well, we'll have to remember that for the future. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we give we give Mr. Sandwich Prime for Christmas. Aw. Thanks, guys. No, we're not. We're going to buy you a belt for Christmas and get you a savings account. That's what we're going to do. Definition. Oh, so you want to talk about? <laughs> wow. Okay. This is how he thanks us. Okay, we're trying to look out for his financial future, yeah. trying to better just the kid. Make him look like I a gentleman. I don't want to make the show all about me. I feel like we should just continue on with the show. Move on to the next product we want to talk about. I thought there was something else. Wow. Maybe maybe the box oh, set. Oh, excuse, excuse us. You're welcome. Excuse us. Anyways, guys, this uh, documentary. Yeah. Highly recommended. Fully. Holy f- shit. Was amazing. It good. And you should see it. You should see it because you're a big D&D fan, uh, Mr. Sandwich. It. You would love it. Absolutely. The history of, it's basically the history of the art that you see in all D&D books and modules and so on and so forth. It is, it was phenomenal. I, I was a little skeptical going and I'm like, uh, but it was, the stories were fantastic. Beautiful. And what happened to the bulk of that original art when, you know, it's another reason to really kind of be like, uh, not really big on, on, uh, you know, Wizards of the Coast because of what they did, but is what it is. Great yeah, history. definitely check that Great out. history. Cannot yeah. recommend that enough. And it uh, gives you uh, a nice, also just idea, kind of like uh, the Wikipedia history of the, oh, of yeah. the game itself, if yeah. you don't know too much. Uh, but you kind of just want to jump in. It, it, I think it's good for anyone who's kind of a newbie to the game yeah. or who's been around for yeah, forever, ever. Totally. So, I have the Beholder on uh, Amazon Prime. Check that out. Mr. Sandwich, you uh, wanted to continue the program. Uh, you had something to uh, contribute? Well, I was saying we could talk about the uh, massive the box set of all the uh, Marvel movies. It's like all 23, and they come a 
special box. Yeah, isn't it like is it three hundred dollars or something? I heard five hundred dollars. Oh yeah, maybe it was five hundred. Um, at, at the time of writing the pre-orders, live right here at Best Buy and only Best Buy for. The release date slated for November 15th. Who's buying this? That's insane. That's like, and first of all, you know, we, we periodically this happens where they're going to put out some massive set. You know, the last one that we shredded on this program was the, was the complete Lord of the Rings, uh, the Peter Jackson collection, Lord of the Rings that came with its own shelf. Okay. You know, and they looked, they were beautiful. They looked like they were in books and everything, except there was no new content. Not only was there no new content, but some of the content from the previous editions weren't, wasn't in there. So I don't know. We'd have to drill deep and see uh, what the content is on there. Uh, you know, if it's new content on there and something that usually is the draw for people, you know, that the, the draw of having that new content um, available, uh, you know, is usually what, what gets people into these things. So. You know, I'm, I'm going. So from the article we have here, it's saying all bonus content is in there. And in theory, if you were to buy all of them for the 4K or whatever, you're technically somehow saving money. Although I don't understand how you would save money at okay. $500 price tag. Well, because it's how many films? 23. And so at least we know. So it's so. does it say that it's just the 4K? I, I assume if it's going to be this price tag, it must be standard DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, and digital. Does it give any indication that that's the case? And is it digital? Do they give you the digital content? Because fuck $500 if I can't have digital content. That's ridiculous. For real. It says 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray box set. So, okay, so we know that it's at least Blu-ray. So the standard version is not in there. I don't see anything about it digital. And nothing about digital content which doesn't for mean, $500. Which doesn't necessarily mean it's not included. This is a aftermark, you know, a third-party writing of this article here uh, on the piece. But also this kind of goes back to what was happening with, uh, you know, why haven't they released everything on... Uh, Disney Plus, you know, they are going to be releasing amazing gifts like this. I mean, no matter what you think, it's kind of cool the fact that they're doing the box set of the last 23 movies. So here's what they're saying, uh, Mr. Sandwich. They're saying that the 4K editions run about 20 to $30 each, usually on the higher end. Um, and so it looks like you'll save money on the box set because how many films are in the box set? 23. 23 times, let's average it out, 25 is how much? What, what's, the, what's the math here? 23 yeah. times 25. So every four is 100 bucks. So like 570. Yeah, so you're saving like 70 bucks. You're saving six, no, That's pretty like funny. 540, I think, was the total. I think calling this also the, the Infinity Saga box set, I think, is interesting as well. Yeah, it doesn't really say it doesn't really say what the what the content is. You know, you can get yourself uh, a really nice sideshow piece for that price, uh, or a few nice for hot that to- price. Or for a few nice. Hot I was going to say you could get you can get a, at least two hot toys for that price. Two hot toys you can get. All right, let's uh, see. Four thousand dollars in reveal, and then just stream oh, on Disney Plus when it's there. They haven't been released. Oh, the what the content the total contents have not been um, released yet. Uh, 23 blue art. Uh, gonna have new case art, obviously. 550, it looks like the uh, the price. I'm trying to look at the the picture here. 
to see if I can see. I'll zoom in. There's up. a letter from Kevin Fahey in the box. If Ooh. you put all the boxes together, I think it makes a picture too. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it does. Ooh. No, that's nice. That's a nice. It's a nice thing. I mean, it's not going to sell me, but um, you know, how, it's a nice thing. How much is a nice picture worth to you? <laughs> I want to see thirty dollars. Twenty dollars. I want to see a hundred dollars. Five hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Plus exclusive bonus uh, disc not available on digital. Includes never before seen deleted and extended scenes and more. Uh, right. Let's see. What does this one say over here? Twenty three individually packed four K and Blu Ray art cases. Okay, so we got that. And that's, well, it says not available on digital. So now I'm wondering if digital is in fact included. So that would be interesting. All right, now we should take a break because um, we are uh, overdue for one. With that, Big Kev. With that, uh, Mr. Monty. Oh, I almost said OG. With that, Mr. Monty uh, and Mr. Sandwich, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG Episode 561, the one we're calling Volume 2. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Okay, I'm just going to go for it. Hello, it's Karen Gillen here, and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. And we are back. This episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Episode no. five. No. Of course I have it. Start again. <laughs> and we are back with this episode of Geek Stuff TNG. Yes. Episode 561, the one we're calling Volume 2. So about that contest that we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. What does TNG mean? Oh. 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 So uh. we are not going to identify what TNG means. Now mm-hmm. I know a lot of you out there recognize what the content of this program is and you think you may know what we have in store and what we're going to call, you know, what what those letters might represent. Mm-hmm. Classically they have represented some very famous uh things. Um but we're not doing it that way. Nope. So our first contest, prize to be named next week, as of right now, is going to run for four weeks, is what does TNG stand for in the brand new title of the program, Geek Stuff TNG? And uh, the more creative your answer, the more likely you are to impress the panel of three judges, uh, and the more likely you are to win a prize. So what you want to do is you want to uh, take your best guess. And you want to uh, send that. Uh, you can uh, go to the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And you can leave your, uh, uh, you can leave your, your answer over there. Or you can, um, uh, where else can they hit us up? They can hit us up in the Discord. 
Oh, they yeah, they can hit us for up. Sure, for sure, for our Thank lovely sure. Patreon folks. And uh, they can also drop us an email at... An email at... Is it BK Geek Stuff at Gmail? I don't know. Is that what it is? I feel like it is. Well, we probably have to change it. So for right now, uh, hit it on Patreon. Hit it on uh, the GVM line. And I think uh, you can send us a Facebook message as well. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, yeah. let's make it easy it in that case. So there you go. Uh, and, and speaking of which, let's uh, talk about the Patreon real quick again. Uh, Sandwich, uh, how great are the Patreon tiers for the, our lovely audience? The Patreon tiers are fantastic, if I can just use simple words here. You know, we got the one dollar. Don't want you to hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> it's it's just, it, it, he just me, lobs them in like let, that. Let, let me. And I'm just like, God, I really should just knock this one right out of the park. <laughs> Go on. So we got the one dollar tier, which, like I stated before, is the fabulous Discord. You know, where lots of people are in there. Monty drops in there. I drop in there sometimes. Kevin is working on getting in there. I, more. I will be having a regular feature on uh, on Discord. Kevin uh, definitely has soon. the app on his phone. I, and I've even checked in. So, yeah. And, and I'm telling you, there'll be a regular feature. It's coming. We got the uh, $3 tier, the early bird special, which I believe Monty said the show comes out for these uh, wonderful Patreons at Tuesday night. Yep. Tonight, baby. Tonight, baby. $5 tier, you get the bonus round where you get all the bonus content present and future. Here at Geek Stuff TNG. Does that include vintage episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff? Yes. Oh. All 560 episodes of nice BK Geek Stuff can be available to you. And at the $10 tier, you get access to live Geek Stuff TNG. Right. And, and for tonight, uh, actually, free preview night for the live stuff. If you uh, follow me on uh, Big, uh, Big Kev's Geek Stuff or my BK Geek. I'm BK Geek Stuff. If you follow BK Geek Stuff at, uh, uh, at the Instagram, yeah, you're getting a free preview of what it's like to watch us cobble this show together out of... This is basically like, it's what if the little rascals made a podcast? Because that's basically what's happening here. Because literally, we're, we're hammering stuff together. We're like, we're using old bits of wood and, you know... Uh, it, every, I mean, there's like, there's, uh, you know, the, the fantastic structure we've created in order to bring you uh, sandwich and uh, Mr. Monty on the Instagram. There's, uh, there's, there's, oh yeah, there's my uh, fabulous uh, 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 jury rigged uh, tripod. tripod as well. <laughs> so giving you the Batman, the exciting Batman angle. So there's that. And uh, yeah, so that that's basically what you're what you're viewing. Free preview tonight for uh, the non Patreon people who are following BK Geek stuff. Um, but this is what it's like, and it's actually going to get uh, a lot better. We're going to have a lot more product in studios for sure. Uh, Studio M. Yep. And uh, Studio H <laughs> for, for whatever time is left there. And um, yeah, so that's what we're doing. Lots of things coming down the pike. Uh, you're going to see lots of changes. And uh, you you should get on board with the Patreon in order to stay up to date. And let's not forget about our lovely uh, sponsor that we also had. Yes, of course, break. buildxwing.com. You know, uh, Mr. Sandwich has become nearly an expert in uh, buildxwing.com. So I'm going to let him take over and tell us all about it. So uh, the Build X-Wing products, you know, the latest product from Model Space, they had R2-D2 last and 
the Millennium Falcon before that. Uh, so this is Luke's X-Wing. The re- I forget what it's called, actually. Red 5. Red 5. I knew it was Red something. Mm-hmm. I, just did. I didn't want to mess it up more. Than no, you're fine. Did. Go on. Don't don't worry about it. Confidence. Um, <laughs> so Time's running out. What I want to highlight here is the Deluxe Edition, which comes with uh, many fabulous things. The little people mover, uh, actual working lights, and the static Luke figure that Kevin has a little quip that he likes to use. Now, what we should say here is that the model itself has actual working lights. It also has um, the X-Foils open and close, which is the wings open and close. R2 also, I think, has sound effects and lights. I think. I'm right about that. Um, What uh, Mr. Sandwich is referring to with a deluxe edition would be the landing lights or the the landing center lights. I think that's what you're referring to. Yes, I'm sorry. And uh, I think the other thing Mr. Sandwich is referring to is where I say that the Luke X-Wing figure, all of the figures that come with the Deluxe Edition are static figures, meaning they don't have any articulation. They're like Hummels, like Grandma used to collect. Um, But the greatest thing about this, in my opinion, is the scale. 118th scale works perfectly with all of your Star Wars action figures over the years. And now when we're in an era when they're doing amazing amazing action figures in the vintage collection this is the best time that this could possibly have come out so there you go you can find them at uh, modelspace.com buildxwing.com and you can reach them via the telephone at 877-544-6779 very good and the last thing you want to say though uh, mr sandwich one things that one of the things very important is that this is a monthly subscription service. Oh, yeah, which I feel like is the best part because if you were to buy this in the entirety, it'd be a pretty penny. But with the monthly subscription, you're really you're saving your wallet. And I think building it's the fun part because you're going to see it really come together over time. And you really oh, yeah. get to appreciate it then totally as you get it together. Totally. So every month you get a few parts, you know, eventually you put them all together and you'll you'll have this brilliant, realized, fully detailed X-Wing. The kind of thing you see at uh, conventions and you go, you know what, that's thousands of dollars from this very specialized model building group. But no, you got the same one. You built it yourself. You paid a little bit at a time and you have this amazing piece at the end. So, yeah, bravo, Mr. Sandwich. Very good job, well done. Good job. And now for... Something I've been wanting to play from the beginning of the show. Oh. Attention. The following information is considered spoiler material. Oh, yes. The, the old spoiler alert. I mean, I'm ex- I can't. Can we, let's talk about this. Let's just jump into it. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Joker. It was good. Hulk. With that, Mr. Monty. Oh, you want more? Oh, oh. We need some more context than uh, than just that, sir. We need more content than just that. <laughs> just that. Um, holy shit. Yeah, so Mr. Oh, yeah. Sandwich, Mr. Monty, and myself uh, went to see the Joker movie uh, recently. I uh, have to say also, we went to the Cinemark Theater. First time for all of us in a Cinemark, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, with the gorgeous, luxury, lazy boy type leather lounge chairs. Heated. Heated. Yes, I forgot that part. Heated. Um, And we actually went into, uh, it's called like their XD. Yes. Right? So that is, you know, it's kind of, it's sort of like a miniature version of um, 
of like what you call, of IMAX, yeah. Which is really weird. I think we're hearing an echo on one of the phones right now. I think it's the main. Is it that one? Is it your phone? It's not mine. It must be yours. I don't know who was in charge of that one. Oh man! Yeah, you talk. You talk about the movie. Okay. So well, we saw it in, in it's kind of like a mini um, IMAX. So the screen is much bigger than their regular screens. Yeah. But that, but that's not really where I think the IMAX part of it comes in. It's, it's, yeah, it's a little bigger. It's the, it's the sound. Oh, it was the sound was earth shattering, and you knew right at the beginning because we saw a preview for a movie called Nineteen. Is it 1927? 1917. Uh, it's a World War One movie coming out. And let me tell you, That's when intense. those shells hit, I thought they hit next to me <laughs> or on me because the whole room shook. And we were at the top row. We, we were, were at the, the top. Yeah. yeah. I mean, strategically, the furthest away from where it should be problematic. And we were getting shook by everything. And it so. wasn't and it wasn't like it was like overmodulation and, no. it, and it wasn't that it was uh like it gave us like headaches by no, any stretch. It was perfect execution, like immersive execution of it, sound. It, re- it truly yeah, was. Really phenomenal. And on top of it, it's worth pointing out the fact that it was the the, the video itself was crystal yeah, clear. Yeah, crystal clear. It was gorgeous. Uh so yeah, so we did see the movie and as you know, I've been very skeptical uh about this movie and I have to say that my skepticism was wiped away mm-hmm. in part. And the in part was this was a great, I feel, a great origin story for the Joker. For okay. a Joker. Okay. Right? And uh, the performances were really top notch. And Joaquin Phoenix is a lunatic. Clearly is a lunatic. Yes. Um, but he made this, this whole thing moves like Taxi Driver. Um, and so I understand now the comparisons between that and this. Yes. Uh, we, we decided that the movie takes place in what, 1980 or 81? Uh, well, well, the, was it 82? Well, I don't know. 83, like that. We well, had a- well, if you look up when Zorro the Gay Blade came out, because on the marquee of the movie that, spoiler, spoiler, the Waynes come out of. At the end of the movie, mm-hmm. the, one of the films that's being shown is Zorro the Gay Blade, which I thought was amazing because, as many people know, one of my favorite underrated comedies of all time. So that was really amazing. I also like just the start of the movie. Remember, they didn't show uh, the brand new Warner Brothers logo. Yeah. They oh, yeah. had the one from the 80s. Yeah. I laughed and you kind of gave me like a weird like, yeah. calm down, like what's going on before you kind of realize like that's what they would have shown in the whatever you know the early 80s at the exact same time so that that just makes it kind of awesome on top of that <clears throat> uh, uh geeks are wired would like to uh, interrupt our review to let everyone know that Fortnite uh is back up after their destruction black hole universe thing uh they're back up with a new map apparently Ooh. so oh. everyone can re- breathe a sigh of relief if oh. you're playing Fortnite. Good. the vapors are good uh, the gay blade was 81 so it's 81 and the All movie right. takes place in 81 uh which is Timing wise, pretty perfect because you have a young Bruce Wayne it in nineteen eighty one. He's probably ten, eleven years old there. Uh and and the thing happens that everyone knows his parents get killed, la la la. It is not the Joker that kills his parents, but his parents are killed because of the protests, the riots the rally, the that riots, are yeah. sort of set off by the Joker's activities. Yes. It was 
phenomenal. I mean, listen, I I had a feeling going in, and I'm I'm pretty sure I said this on the show a while ago, uh, that I had total faith in Joaquin Phoenix, absolute faith. I didn't have faith in the storyline of the actual movie itself. Right. Could not have been more wrong. It was absolutely beautifully shot. Yeah. Gorgeously shot. I, I think the only CG they use is uh, extending some of the city buildings in certain shots. Uh, some of the CG blood, I'm pretty sure. Or some of the blood, rather, was she- CG. Uh, and that's it. Um, it, it just beautifully shot. Uh, it, and I just love the way it just jumped all around. I just really enjoyed the way that when Joaquin Phoenix is on the screen... It's very like cap, like he commands like the screen, like you want to see the crazy shit he's gonna do next, because he is constantly just going ever more closer to like insanity yeah. completely. Yeah, that that's that's I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna back up Mr. Sandwich on that, and that is uh, uh, that is abundantly clear. I mean, the pacing of his fall into insanity mm-hmm. is perfectly rendered through this film perfectly rendered where he goes from being Arthur Fleck um, and putting on the makeup and becoming the Joker, um, which allows him to uh, sort of overcome all of the, uh, the things that are happening to Arthur Fleck, because it's amazing when he puts on the makeup, it's like Arthur Fleck disappears and the Joker comes. And I think that's really something very central to this version of the character. Not the classic sense, but in this sense, this version of the character really, really works. And I thought that was really excellent. I mean, anything I would have a problem with this film is like, like I, I'm deliberately like nitpicking just to say an issue. Like the, and the only thing I, I actually could, could think of, honestly, is I wish they showed, and we talked about this in the car, I wish they showed 30 more seconds of why the Waynes had to leave the theater. Like, why didn't you just say where it was safe? Like, if there's a terrible storm or riots outside, you're going to stay camped in wherever you yeah, are in a, in a yeah. building. So just show, like, people are storming the building. But again, in a, I just looked it up, the movie was two hours and two minutes. Yeah. That's my only little minute little thing. I wish I had, like, an extra 15, yeah. 30 and seconds. And it was jam-packed in two hours and two minutes. It felt like an epic story told in two hours, so in, good on it that. It was intense from from really the second it started to the second the the credits rolled. Um, and the one thing, because Sandwich actually has a great point I want him to hit on, but the one thing I want to tell you, Kev, which uh, we haven't had a chance to tell you yet, as Sandwich uh, starts oh, to laugh right good. now. here we go. So, um, it, because they had, a, I don't want to say they call it a fake out at the end of the movie, but uh, they have uh, Fleck in, or Joker, they had him in the asylum at the end of the movie, and it kind of makes you kind of second guess everything you, you just saw. So as we were driving uh, uh, back, we're dropping him off at home, he goes, yeah, it reminds me a lot of The Sixth Sense, the way that you know Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. And I just look at him, I go, bro, did you just ruin The Sixth Sense for me? I never got a chance to see wow. it. Wow. <laughs> Dude, I, I felt like, I, so I don't want to be the guy who ruins movies. So when it's, he gave me that response, I was like, "No, no, not again." Again, this no. is and this is fresh after he just ruined he ruined Creed for me. Even though I bought it, Creed Two, yes, Creed Two. And I told him I bought it, didn't get a chance to watch it, and he goes, "Oh well, the ending was this." So that was it. But back to back to the Joker though, really quickly, because you had actually a very good point about what they can do next after the Joker. So I was saying that I feel like a perfect setup for the next movie would be having the Joker go against Commissioner Gordon and having him, you know, 
be loose and Gordon's trying to catch him and yeah. having Gordon go against him because you could have Gordon, it could be like a cop a mystery movie and it would be really good then because you don't want to have Batman show up yet, I feel like. Because no. Yeah, I, I agree with you. If they did a Joker sequel, you know, um, the next logical step, I think, would be to bring Gordon in. Um, and, and I think that's a really excellent idea. I wouldn't do it as Commissioner Gordon yet. Mm-hmm. I might do it as Lieutenant Gordon or Sergeant Gordon or a younger Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he, we're clearly not up to the Batman level yet. But having the Joker yeah get out and cause all kinds of mischief or whatever and they have to catch whatever the situation is i think it's an excellent idea i don't really i don't see how they execute it in the sense that you know he doesn't become this brilliant criminal genius overnight you know at the end of the day this version of the joker is just a lunatic you know he's an anarchist accidentally an anarchist kind of a lunatic guy you so i don't mental health just yeah fall apart so of- i don't know exactly where they go with that but i think um and but that is an excellent point mr sandwich if they decide to go that route and do a sequel i i, I could see that um my problem remains the same though my problem is not cured by the movie and my problem is that there is now a new batman universe shiny shimmery vampire pattinson is going to be taking over the role of batman we talked already today about um zoe kravitz being cast as catwoman other castings will start to happen or be announced because Mm -hmm. the movie goes into production in january and there's a lot of villains and so on and so forth and at the end of the day my concern remains the same which is they cannot have a Batman universe that does not have the Joker in it. Yes. And I don't care, and I will disagree with our ubiquitous clandestine informant uh, who's on really on the inside of all of these movies, and I will disagree with him, and I will say, uh, I, don't think, I don't think you can have a Batman universe where his arch nemesis does not appear in some fashion, some way, shape, or form. Now, we know it's not going to be the Jared Leto because this universe will be separate entirely from that universe. And once the terrible Suicide Squad movie, I don't know if you saw the pictures that got released from I that today. I have yeah. not. Holy I didn't see cow, it. does it look awful. Really? Horrible. Awful. The costumes are terrible. They look like bad superhero cosplay costumes. They're awful Mm. um so there's that once that dread dreadness comes out and once that dreadful um uh harley quinn and the birds of prey movie whatever we're calling it um once that movie comes out and also doesn't do well hopefully that will be the end of that and we won't have to go through this anymore Mm -hmm. focusing on that batman universe however they're going to need, in my opinion, they're going to need a Joker. And if they're going to need a Joker, we are going to have to go through the agony again of selecting a new actor, a new take on the Joker, unless, of course, they are actually going to bring Joaquin Phoenix in to that universe. I just don't see how they do that. Now, here's the... I don't see how they... Sorry to interrupt. Mm -hmm. I don't see how they do it. I also don't see how they don't do it. 
see my my concern. Yes, I agree with those those points you're hitting on. One thing I was a little, I, I don't know. I kind of was thinking about this the day after we saw the movie. Obviously, they showed uh, they showed uh, Joker kind of through all these iterations, like how he kind of built up to become the Joker. Um, my issue is, do we now feel sympathy for the Joker? Now, yes, there's a lot of different flashbacks. A lot of things happen. You can still question, um, do we actually see everything that took place? Well, the fact that, they've, di- that they, they've, laid the, laid, they've labeled the movie an anti-hero movie. Yes, they, well, they can label, label it whatever yeah. they want. But at the same time, I feel like they kind of, I, I, don't, I don't know if there's going to be a problem going forward, but like you have sympathy for Joaquin Phoenix in this film. Like you feel bad the fact that he became the Joker, which you never really had that for the Joker, I feel, yeah. before in any other kind of, and I may be wrong. I, I may be in like a comic uh, uh, arc, that's one thing. Right. But, I, you know, but you rarely ever have sympathy for a villain in, of this capacity yeah. In, anyways. Yeah. I agree with that. And, and, you know, like I, I, I don't want their, I don't want them to, I, you know, when I first heard the uh, moniker of, uh, you know, anti-hero, you know, when I think anti-hero, I think Wolverine. Punisher. Punisher. Those kind of. Yeah. Not the Joker is not an anti-hero. He's not a hero in any way, shape or form. No. He's a psychopath. Yes. yes. You know, and totally detached from any kind of. You know, anything. And he's certainly not going to be, he certainly should not be ever portrayed as, uh, you know, as an anti-hero. But that said, that, that, that remains, in my opinion, the biggest problem with the movie is how, how, if, if, when, where, and how are they going to handle this Joker situation in mm-hmm. the, in the new continuity uh, the new Batman universe. And I honestly, I don't see how they do it. I also don't see how they don't do it. All right. So, so. here's, so, so they have interesting problems going forward, but let me ask you these two questions. Is it the best movie of 2019 for you so far? And do they deserve some kind of awards? I think Joaquin will be nominated for the Oscar for performance. I don't see, I don't see how they don't. I mean, cinematography, I thought was amazing. I mean, amazing. Yeah. I, mean I think there'll be a lot of awards, yes. And I think it will be, but I also think there's always the opportunity or the chance that they'll go, they'll write it off, mm-hmm. you know, for the very same reason. Like, we can't give this movie all these awards because it's a bloody Joker movie, you know? It's yeah. like, we can't do it. But at the same time, if he didn't have clown makeup on and he was, it was a just, taxi driver. It, it was just mental health. It was in, the, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, like it just doesn't make it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I, I yeah, I, I expect there'll be a lot of awards. We have months before that, though. So we'll. Yeah, just we'll see. I, I mean, just such a stellar performance. Yeah, I though, agree. From Joaquin. I think if a second actor wins the Academy Award for acting playing the Joker, I mean, I think that says a lot about the character, certainly. And I think it says, I just don't think he will. I think he'll get nominated. I just don't. Although, honestly, at this point, I can't think of somebody who would beat him. I can't think of, you know, someone who might be fast tracked to a nomination the way that I think he's going to be. Yeah. So I don't see that there would be, as of right now, any real stiff competition. If I'm missing something, give us a call at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. Oh, wow. Did get it right, though. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. Good for you, Sandwich. I tried to trick him there. <laughs> see that? Well, you- I made sure he was totally zoned out, and I was like, wham! Take that. 
There you go. So, yeah. Uh, Mr. Sandwich, some closing uh, words about the Joker? I really, really enjoyed the movie. The more I keep thinking about it, I am starting to get a little concerned on if I even want a sequel for this movie. Because <laughs> I always feel that this if they make a sequel for this, they're going to try and just recollect the magic for this movie. And I feel like the magic for this movie was how unique and fresh the take on the Joker was. True. So if you redo this again, it's not going to be a... That same freshness, that same uniqueness. Yep, they're going to have to have a different angle. That's true. So it could be excellent, but Mm. I also feel it could just be like, eh. And I don't want this Joker to be eh. Right. Personally, this is my favorite rendition of Joker I've experienced. I'm not saying it's the best. I'm saying it's my personal favorite. Yeah. So I don't want to see it tarnished. And I really, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I've been thinking about it nonstop. Since I left the theater. Well, I, I'm I can't terrified. Get it out of my head. I love it. I don't want to go to school anymore. Are, are you I gonna have fun in it? Get, are you, gonna are you telling us Indian. that? Are you getting, are you telling us we need to be worried? Uh, no, sandwich. No, okay. No. Listen. Just saying. With I'm just saying Monty picks on you way more than I do. Yeah, let's. Uh, and I'm not even going to get into OG. That's so, well, ooh, just saying. I think um, this movie was excellent and. If he doesn't win something, I'll be a little upset. If they make another one, I'm going to be way more skeptical than I was going into this movie. All right. Final thoughts. Uh, I'll say that, um, you know, I've, I've told people for years, I always like with the movie Psycho, like you can watch it. You can watch it the first time to just enjoy it. And then the second and third time when you rewatch it, you notice all the small things that you might have missed. Uh, the first time. Uh, the Joker is definitely that kind of movie where you can watch it multiple times and notice the little hints that they might have dropped beforehand uh, and just the just kind of focus on the structure of the film and the storyline, the story arc um, in different ways. Uh, so I think this is going to be a movie where you'll be able to enjoy it multiple viewings. Uh, you'll be able to kind of dissect it um, differently um, after multiple viewings. And uh, when this is available, I cannot wait to listen to the uh, commentary tracks to kind of just go behind the scenes of how they kind of structure different aspects of the film. You know, there, there have been so many, you know, as everyone who listens to this program knows, you know, I am a bit of a Joker aficionado. It is my main wheelhouse for connecting for collecting. And, uh, I can't say definitively, Mr. Sandwich, that this is my favorite iteration of the Joker, because if I'm being honest, it's an amazing take on the character. Yes. But honestly, I'm still in the Heath Ledger camp, I think. I think Heath Ledger's performance was just a bit more Joker than this. Well, he was just a little club sandwich no, no, no. When, he, when that I, film came I out. Know. So maybe I'm that's what it is. Club <laughs> on a Parker House roll. Uh, but, you know, like, so I, I don't know. I, 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 the only thing I can say definitively is that the worst rendition of the Joker was Jared Leto. That I can say with yeah. with emphasis and with no hesitation. And most of the internet so, as well. Uh, I'll, I'll say again, I wait to see what they do with him in the larger Batman universe. I mean, the character of Joker, does it, you know, is it Joaquin? Is it somebody else? Is Do we have to go through this agony again? Yeah. You know, and, and that kind of thing. And that's that's what my final words would be. And uh, I think with that, Mr. Monty, uh, do we have some plugs we want to do? Uh, we do. And just one quick side note. Uh, oh. We're pointing out the Joker comic book. Oh, yes. Uh, the one with the, the John Carpenter uh, co-wrote or plotted or God knows how much work he actually did to it. Um, 
good storyline. Uh, I picked it up. Uh, it has a, I believe, yeah, that's a five dollar price tag on that one, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You're uh, the you're the villain, uh, the Joker. A frightful tale brought to you by legendary John Carpenter. It was. Um, I mean. Carpenter, Birch, Tan, Deering, and Ramos. It's so. a, it's a nice one shot, um, but wait for it to go on sale or you know retail. Five dollars is a bit much for this. Four ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a bit much for for this book, but uh, you know, pick it up if you want on the side uh, when it's on sale. Um, but with that, uh, you can uh, follow us each and every day over at bkgeekstuff.com. Uh, you can download uh, this lovely podcast on the iTunes, on the Stitcher. And uh, however you download your podcast on Android phones. Uh, you can also check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash bkgeekstuff. Uh, we have a variety of different tiers. Stop it, Rocky. From $1 to $40 a month. And this fucking dog, I swear to God. Like, what's I'm, what's I'm in the routine. $40 tier? $40 if you want to advertise something. Oh, I see. I see. On, on the show. Uh, you can find me on social media as Monty's Mayhem. Uh, as I was told at Comic-Con, it'd be helpful if I spelled that uh, every now and again. So that's M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Uh, I am on the Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on the Snapchat, the, the YouTubes. I'm on a variety of platforms. So you can find me all there. Sandwich. You can find me on Xbox at... Fat Dumbledore. Uh, the first time with the new branding. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you spell that? F A T D O M B O E. Fat the way it's normally spelled. <laughs> Go on, Dumbledore. D O M. D O M. B L E D O R E. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. There you go. Dumbledore was taken. And Kev. <laughs> and I am uh, BK Geek Stuff on most social medias except for Xbox where I am Big Kev GS. Um, but all of that will be uh, will be changing very soon. So watch for changes. Watch, watch for, for that. Changes. Watch for that. And uh, with that, Mr. Monty, we will bring this exciting new phase. Uh, first episode of a new phase of uh, the program the one we're now calling geek stuff tng don't forget about the contest what does tng mean what do you think it should mean uh give us a call at the gvm line 201-730-2547 right or hit us up on uh facebook or patreon or uh, discord discord whatever you like uh, give us your uh, thoughts on that and uh, we will be announcing the prize next week. Contest will run for about a month. With that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG to a close. Um, well, I guess for now, the way we have ended episodes in the past by saying... Troll the respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune. When I'm back on top, back on top in June, I said that's life. Some people get their kicks stomping on a dream. 
down Cause this fine old world It keeps spinning around I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet A pawn and a king I've been up and down and over and out And I know one thing Each time I find myself Flat on my face I pick myself up and get back in the race That's life That's life I tell you, I can't deny it I thought of quitting, baby But my heart just ain't gonna buy it And if I didn't think it was worth one single try I'd jump right on a big bird And then I'd fly I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet A pawn and a king I've been up and down and over and out And I know one thing Each time I find myself Laying flat on my face I just pick myself up and get up in a big ball and die thank you Instagram bye Wave by sandwich. Bye.